0: No, you've got to sing along but don't you know this is the Cabinets hr podcast hosted by jason Kavnis. join jason as he talks to small business owners founders and people in tech startups in hr if you fall into one of these categories or are just curious about them then this is the podcast for you you will gain great insights from these great conversations the cabinet hr podcast is brought to you by Cabinets hr At Cabinets HR, we deliver HR to companies with 49 or fewer people by automating the HR process. We believe that you don't need a full-time HR person to receive full-time HR expertise.
1: Hello and welcome to the Cabinets HR podcast. I'm your host, Jason Cabinets. Our guest today is Diana Wilson. Diana, are you ready to be great today?
2: I am, Jason. Thanks.
1: Diana Wilson is a founder of ProfileSports.tv. And she is the first female sports network owner and has worked with several Fortune 500 companies, including Adidas, Adidas America, Hewlett Packard, Disney and Intel. She has over 25 years at the helm of media companies, design firms and live corporate events. She is passionate about empowering athletes to take charge of their own careers by managing the public image effectively early and to help families afford higher education and sports opportunities for the athletes. Diana is also a peerless board member of the Phoenix Advertising Federation and the Phoenix Film Fou- and the Phoenix Film Foundation since 2010. Diana, thank you very much for being here. I really appreciate it.
2: It's my pleasure.
1: So, what's keeping you busy these days?
2: Uh, well, um, we are doing a new installation at the Sporting Chance Center in. uh, Tucson, Arizona, and we're really looking forward to that. Uh, We're installing five cameras in a multi-use sports center that has currently over three hundred thousand viewers go through. So we hope to quadruple that viewership by adding live streaming and on-demand video of all the sports activities that go on at the Sporting Champ Center in Tucson.
1: So, Dana, I looked at your website, and I could be wrong, but it seems like this platform is more for, like for amateur athletes and like intramural athletes.
2: It's most definitely for the amateurs. Um, you know, ESPN has everything covered, uh, D1, NCAA, and up. And um, our friends at NFHS uh, really specialize in high school, uh, recording high school. And, uh, so where the sweet spot is for us is the littles, um, all the way up to junior college level. So that's an area of the market where there's actually a lot of interest. And, um, we want to help the kids improve at their sport and maybe earn a athletic scholarship. So that's what we're all about.
1: How, how would a family member or athlete take advantage of your, of your platform?
2: Well, anywhere our cameras are installed, you just, uh, use our app and you can go to profilesports.tv. You can either download the app or view the videos right on the website. Um, we have a long history of recording games, and you can look at the games we've previously recorded, either with the app or on the website, or um, you can join in live through the app. And um, again, you can find that on profilesports.tv. Just go to the video page, and there's two links, depending on whether you have an Apple phone or an Android phone, you just and preferably download it by um, using your phone and it'll it'll install right on your phone and you can tap in, join our club, Profile Sport, and then all the uh, all the games are available video on demand and you can watch for live events. It'll even notify you when we're live.
1: So no need for fancy cameras or fancy equipment, just use your cell phone, correct?
2: Got it covered in 8K definition. Our our cameras film automatically without a cameraman.
1: Now, uh, Did you say 8K definition?
2: okay So we are ready for the next generation of televisions. Whoa, boy, a uh, uh, video that high resolution on uh, conventional television
1: So speaking of 8K, can you explain a little little bit about the tech behind your platform?
2: Well, um, we're using Pixelot cameras, which I believe are the best in the market right now. Uh, we can use other cameras and some of our there there are a handful of companies who do kind of what we do um but these Pixelot cameras are absolutely the best and it's the only camera that is weatherproof up to and we live in arizona right so up to 129 degrees i hope i never see heat that hot but i have experienced 120 and it's not going to melt the cameras they're also made for like football in colder climates. So they can withstand ice, rain. Um, so there's no other camera that can do all of that. Plus, we have indoor cameras that specialize in tracking, you know, the back and forth motion of a basketball game or a tennis or pickleball, whatever it is, but they're really smart. Uh, it's, it's using, you know, computer learning and the cameras know the difference between a baseball and a bird. So it's not going to go following any old thing. It knows how to shoot soccer as opposed to rugby. And it will zoom in, pull out, follow the action. And you would swear there is a cameraman operating it, but it's all automatic.
1: So is it like me when I go to hockey game, I can never check the puck. Can your cameras check the hockey puck?
2: Yeah, if, in, in um, hockey, it's going to take on a larger group and it's going to follow the action. Puck's usually in there somewhere. You know, it doesn't specifically follow the puck, but it it definitely captures the the action.
1: Yeah, those pucks are very hard to follow. I mean, at least for me, they are.
2: Yeah. What's, What's really neat, though, is that you can just enjoy the game, watch the automatic motion. But if you, if like your player is the goalie and all you really are interested in is the goalie, you can override the camera with our app. You simply go to panoramic view. And you can zoom in and you can override the steering and just steer on whatever you want to focus on. It also allows the fans or family, whoever is in the stands or or wherever they are, to um, record little clips. So you can make your own highlight reels from anywhere in the world. You could be in London and watch our games live and make your clips. And with one touch of the button it goes instantly to your Facebook or to WhatsApp or stores in your, your clip collection to make a highlight reel.
1: So Dana, we both know that some people are, are like are exactly tech savvy mm-hmm. on average. How long have you seen it's, it's taken people to figure
2: out how to use your system? It's really intuitive. Um, the hardest thing to remember is that you need to join our club specifically to make all the games available so when you download the app the first question it's going to ask you is what club do you want to join and you simply search you, you can with the little search mechanism just start typing in profile sports and we pop right up and um, then you just click that open and all of our our live or on-demand games are available there.
1: So, after they finished a uh, live stream, I mean is it stored in a in a cloud somewhere or they put it on' or save it saved on the camera or do they, do they, how do they access to it later later on?
2: It is in the cloud, and so um like any on demand, you just go look it up in our library and you click on it to watch it. Now, you can also download the the games or parts of the games like when you Make your clips. They're available to download the high definition file to your device or your web or your um your computer.
1: How long have you been working on this?
2: Oh, golly. Um, to be honest, it's about eight years now from the very beginning, kernel beginning of the idea. But we've been filming games for the past four years. Uh, we started out much like baller TV, where it's just a tripod and an iPad camera and we were doing the back and forth. But quickly, people wanted that instant access to the game. So we started incorporating live streaming, um, which added a little complexity on our end. And it made it harder for our company to scale, actually, because we had to hire people for a little bit more money who knew how to handle things if something went wrong. Um, that made it hard to to grow and the cash flow was tight. So when I discovered the availability of um, the automated intelligence live tracking cameras, then I really started to dig in. And there were only a few cameras able to do this. But when I found the uh, the PixelUp models, um, it answered everything we need. And they were willing to work with us to create a white label version of their app and it, so um we're working on releasing that in the next month or two and which will have a host of whole new features available for our our customers so we'll put a lot of power in the hands of the fans
1: good yeah that question of when you start always a tough one like when i first got the idea when i got serious about it when i you know got a business license i think that's always
2: a tough question yeah we started out doing profiles athlete websites for um, their background history, their grade point average, shot charts and and all of that it. because again our mission is to help athletes improve at their sport and give them a tool like a like a dossier or a portfolio to submit to colleges. Um, we still provide that service uh, but that's what we started out with and we created an API um, that connects to any, a uh, scorekeeping app so we can ingest scores and then display an individual athlete with his own website. The thing is that the elite players they really don't need it. They've been discovered since the 10th grade and it really was for the player that you know had some talent, plays with heart and just needed the right opportunity on a on a team at maybe the college level. Um, so that market so far, uh, just hasn't been large enough to scale. What, what the market was telling us though while we were doing our, um, field tests is that what they really wanted was video. So it became natural to, to satisfy that. And at the same time, we, we were able to kill two birds with one stone we provided the video but it also provided us the video to do the scorekeeping to feed to the uh, profile apps so it that made sense but the need and the desire for the game video outstripped any desire for the individual athlete websites so that's what we're focusing on now and it just became a matter of well how can we serve more people faster and that's why we added the Automated intelligence cameras.
1: So Dana, how how strong does the internet connection have to be? Like how strong does the Wi-Fi have to be when they're using the camera? Is that is that, is that even a consideration?
2: It certainly is a consideration. If you've ever tried to do any live streaming, uh, you'll know that the the biggest problem is a good strong Wi-Fi signal. Uh, when it, at the beginning, when we started doing it. Um, and, and especially in gymnasiums, they're built like a fortress. And a lot of times you just can't get a good signal, even if you step right outside and you had a good solid signal. So we began bringing our own, um, hotspots and such, even I've even had little mini satellite boosters to, you know, at windows to try to increase it. And it just was never going to do the job well enough. And, uh, so what what these cameras do is they are relatively permanently installed. I mean they they um, we don't you know drill holes or damage the, the the gym or anything, but we do affix the cameras more permanently, and we hardwire them with Ethernet. That gives us the strength that we need because you've got to have at least ten gigs uploading speed, and um, we we well. Cover that with the Ethernet, so you get broadcast quality without you know buffering.
1: Dana, how are you marketing your company? Do you have a social media plan or just word of mouth? How's that working for you?
2: Well, um, yes, we've been active on social media. And uh, we we launched in um, Phoenix, Arizona, just in our own backyard doing beta tests and such because I wanted to see and hear from the parents directly. Now, uh, with our installation in Tucson, we are figuring out how to do things uh, remotely and at distance. And now that we can um, achieve that... We can really install our cameras anywhere and run it right from our studio in, in Phoenix. So it can be anywhere.
1: What What's your long-term vision for your company?
2: Well, I'd like to, uh, in the next couple of years, get to 24 installations. And I'm focusing on multi-use sports facilities where we have a variety of sports and a regular um, schedule of tournaments, particularly multi-state regional or national tournaments because as people come to these venues they experience our our um, live stream video they take it home with them and these athletes view these games over and over to study and get better. They share them with their friends and family and essentially they're planting seeds in other locations. When we get interest in another city, then we'll put our cameras in in a similar facility there. And that's the plan for growth. The the thing that we do that is very unique in this industry and, and there are, like I said, just a handful of other players in this, but every single one of them are using the subscription model. They're going back to the parents for yet more money. So on average, these parents have paid like $4,000 a year for their child to play club ball and any kind of organized sport. Then you got the $150 tennis shoes, and you've got travel on top of that. And then here they come, coach needs video, parents, can you pony up or, or... just for the honor of seeing your, your own child's video, you've got to pay a monthly subscription like forever. I don't know about you, but when I go to my bank statement and I see those 14.99 cent charges, I wonder, what did I click on? You know, it's just that I think our audiences, I think most people are having subscription fatigue. So what we do first when we go into a new sports facility is we first partner with the sponsors who have generally already been, um, active with that facility. We give them the first opportunity to, con- to add media to their sponsorship package. Then we go out into the neighborhood and, and talk to all the mom and pop shops, the restaurants, anyone who would benefit from the added volume that we will be bringing to that facility. We get them on board for sponsorship. And it really only takes a few sponsors to make these videos free for everyone and that's the key that's the differentiator for us we want the most eyeballs possible so by making our videos free to view we're make we're basically leveling the playing field for athletes who may be economically challenged as opposed to the more wealthy neighborhoods who um, who have the advantage of video now we're able to have game video for everybody for free and um, that that increase in viewership makes the advertisers very happy.
1: Yeah. And that's the conversation for another time, you know, how, you know, people can afford a- AAU and club sports are so giving their kids probably an unfair advantage of a kid who can't afford this for a scholarship. This.
2: That's really how it's been shaking out. And, and it's a major hassle for coaches. They've got enough to do to just focus on the kids. They don't need to have the logistics problem of also how are we going to get our video and, Oh, we had Wi-Fi problems and all of this. Um, We just take that all away and they can just, the kids can just focus on playing and the coaches can focus on their games.
1: Do you see in the future where recruiters will go to you directly and say, Hey, can you provide me so-and-so's film instead of going to parents?
2: Um, Yeah. They, now um, NCAA has access rules that, you know, will have to be taken into consideration, but um, anybody Can view our games. It's just that the coaches are not allowed to contact those, uh, the kids directly until they're like 17 and a half years old. Now, they can passively watch any games, but there are you know, showcase situations that the coaches have to respect. We're simply making the games available for anyone who wants to view them.
1: Have you found that any certain sport is better on your platform? Like is football better or basketball better, or all sports are pretty much equal on your platform as far as watching them and, and live streaming them?
2: They, they We do an amazing job. These cameras do an amazing job on any games indoors or out. Um When I was... Manually doing the video, I preferred indoors because here in Arizona, filming football got very, very hot. And, you know, it that became difficult for standard cameras or, or even iPad cameras. They would overheat. Whereas now with this, the new camera technology that we're using, we don't even have to worry about that. And there's nothing sharper than that 8K definition.
1: So, Diana, I know you focus on sports, but is there any other... um anything else you use, you can live stream as high sports. It has, to, it, like it has to be like, the possibility it has to be endless what you doing.
2: Yeah, the, 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 um, it is quite endless. Um, you know, schools that have these cameras or the colleges are immediately interested in other uses for them. Uh, because they're permanently installed or semi-permanently installed, it's not very easy to move them around. But if there's anything that's taking place in the gymnasium, it could be a graduation, whatever. Um, they could be used for drama. They could be used for anything they want to air. Classes, debates, public meetings. That, you know, the content is, is up to the owner of the cameras. In our situation, we want to create kind of like a, a local ESPN style sports television channel for the littles and through, uh, junior college. So we, we specialize in amateur sports because when you think about it, if you want to broadcast anything, which is, is my background is marketing and advertising. To me, the sports is a medium that creates itself. It's like the, the thing that's so fascinating about sports and so addictive really is that you don't know the outcome. You never will. And it's, that's what keeps the fans happy. I don't have to hire actors. I don't have to write scripts. The cameras just turn on automatically. A game tip off or kickoff happens, and whatever happens, happens, and it is always entertaining.
1: Dan, has this ever happened? I'm pretty sure that it has not. But have you ever had a case where someone will come to you, or another parent, hey, I know you're recording your kid, but I, I don't, I did not give you permission to record my kid in your video. Delete them or have we say something?
2: That's that's a very good um, question to ask, and one that we've been concentrating on lately. We put uh, signs up in the venues where we're at so that everybody knows that when you enter this premises, you will be video recorded. On every one of our apps, websites, and um, in the permission when a, when a coach uh, signs up to do a tournament at our venues, They have to give consent uh, for their entire team. But you may have somebody who somehow missed all of that. Maybe they're in the stands and they're maybe just a viewer. You may have, I mean, that may be someone who doesn't want to to be recorded. Um, And we have a guarantee that if you don't want your recording for any reason, um, we will take it down. We'll delete it immediately upon uh, being requested to do so. The thing is that when you do make such a request, you do need to understand that you are inconveniencing everybody else on the team, everyone else on the other team, and everyone else who wanted access to those games. So you you better do that with, you know, a, you know, a conscientious heart. And if you don't want to be filmed, um, you know, don't don't play sports, I guess, or don't be, you know, the thing is that, um, however, there may be a, a very good reason that someone doesn't want a particular incident. And we are definitely going to respect that, but we take every effort to uh, protect uh, people's right to privacy. The thing is that if we're not filming it, there's probably somebody else with an iPhone up in the stands who, who caught it anyway, but We don't want to be a party to anything that causes harm or an inconvenience to anyone. I think though, and I did a survey recently just delving into this. Do you feel this is exploitive or, or, you know, when you weigh things, you know, is it, is it better than, you know, is it more doing more uh, good than harm? And overwhelmingly, I mean, overwhelmingly, the parents, coaches, fans, and the public that we surveyed, it was over 1,500 uh, responses. Um, they definitely believe that the good outweighs the bad. The value of being able to have that video instantly, the ability to share with family and friends who are out of state, overwhelmingly outweighs uh, any inconvenience. Uh, it was actually less than 1% uh, had any kind of a complaint or concern uh, about privacy.
1: Dana, now when uh, last year was the cloud, is it in the cloud forever or do you delete it after a certain amount of time?
2: We will keep it for about a year if, you know, just out on our cloud. Um, however, if it's a very popular game or we believe that it has, uh, has some historic value or if it's been purchased a number of times, we'll keep those for longer. Um, We have plans to keep some games indefinitely.
1: Dana, honesty has been something for our listeners today.
2: I do. I'd love them to try our app for free. So if you will go to profilesports.tv and click the video tab, you will have the option to download either the Android or the iOS version of the app. It is right now the Pixelot app. Just remember that the first question is going to be, which club do you want to join in? Just uh, put in Profile Sports and we'll pop right up and you'll get notifications whenever we're live.
1: Dana, can you share your social media links for both yourself and your company so people can reach out to you?
2: Hey, uh, for Twitter, it's at Profile Sports underscore, uh, no, Profile underscore Sports. And it's the same for Instagram and on Facebook, just Profile Sports app.
1: Thank you. And for our listeners, we'll have the links to our offer on our, our, our social media, on our show notes, and you can find the show notes at www.cavinshrblog.com. Diana, we'll come to the end of our talk. Can you give our listeners any advice or wisdom on anything you want to cover?
2: Um, I would just say that video is so valuable as a learning tool. We, we hope that you will use video and enjoy it with your sports not just for a keepsake for your family, but to improve at, at your game because it's visual, it's auditory, and it will help you understand what coach has been telling you all week. So I guess my, in a nutshell, my advice would be listen to your coach.
1: Yes, there's a reason why you see on, on, on basketball games or football games while the players, after the play over, they go to the sidelines and pull up the iPad and look at the videos. There's, I mean, there's a reason for that, right?
2: Absolutely
1: diana thank you for your time today i really appreciate it you're doing some really uh disruptive stuff and it's going to pay off a lot of people
2: thank you we surely hope so
1: Yeah, to our listeners thank you for your time as well and remember to be great every day
2: thank you for listening to this
0: episode of the cabinets hr podcast be sure to connect with us on linkedin facebook twitter snapchat instagram twitch youtube and tiktok at cabinets hr Also, check out our weekly live streams at the Kavnis HR Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Periscope, where we focus each week on an HR topic important for small business. These are every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and last around three minutes. To join our weekly HR email newsletter list, send us an email to jasonkavnis at kavnishr.com. Thank you, and remember to be great every day.